At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Rattler to Hall. Touchdown. Rattler now on second and 11. Steps up in the pocket. Throws across his body. Touchdown, Marvin Mims! Spencer Rattler, what a throw! This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio, from BetQL. Yeah, you're going to hear that Rattler name a whole bunch this season with uh, college football highlights coming back from break right here on BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth with you, and week one is here. Bunch of games uh, going on tonight, uh, let's talk about those matchups and the great ones we have coming up over the weekend with Michael Felder from Stadium. You can follow him on Twitter at In the Bleachers, at In the Bleachers. Terrific with his uh, college football information. And we've got, man, we got top five matchups, all of it. Uh, but Michael, I want to start with tonight. Uh, kind of reminds me of what we saw in week zero. Like, yeah, we have a Big Ten matchup that I'll certainly be watching. And then the rest of the slate, probably a bunch of blowouts like we saw over the weekend. But is there a particular matchup that intrigues you to, the most for tonight? I mean, obviously, the Ohio State-Minnesota is interesting, if for nothing more than we finally get to see C.J. Stroud, right? Like, we get to see what mm-hmm. he can do. Obviously, people have, ra- have raved about him. But let's see it in action. So I think that's going to be, you know, that might get, you know, the main screen. Uh, I will say this. I think that probably the most intriguing game overall is probably Boise State against UCF tonight, though, because those two teams have become kind of pseudo-brand names, and no disrespect to Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati's in that discussion as well. I mean, they're a top-ten team to start the season. Uh, But this is, for all the discussion about Clemson and Georgia, is it an elimination game? The reality of it is Boise State and UCF is actually an elimination game uh, when it comes to getting that group of five big prize, whether it's going into – uh, the the playoff, which is the goal for everyone, but or the reality, which is getting to go to that big that major that that New Year's Six Bowl. I was just going to ask you about Boise State and UCF, um, so I'm glad you touched on it. Let's move ahead to Friday night. UNC jumped overnight from minus five and a half to minus six and a half at Virginia Tech. They have arguably the best quarterback in the country in Sam Howell. Um, They're at least in the conversation when people talk about potential playoff teams outside of the usual suspects. 
So do you see any upset potential in Blacksburg? Yeah, every every time you play at night in Blacksburg, there is upset potential. Mm-hmm. I get it. The game starts, uh, what, 6 o'clock Eastern? But, listen, you're going to be going in that fourth quarter, and it's going to be dark. It's going to be dark, and there are there are demons in them hills. I'll tell you, I've been to Blacksburg <laughs> several times, and that stadium gets rocking and rolling, and if the game's close, they always got a shot. So I'm very curious to see what we get out of uh, Braxton Burmeister uh, for Virginia Tech. I'm, but I'm also – I want Virginia Tech to test UNC's defense because – all the talk about UNC is about Sam Howe, but the reality of it is, is this defense better come along with because that's going to be the part that teams that are more complete can exploit. And so that's going to be the interesting element here. I am also curious to see what UNC's run game looks like. Phil Longo is a guy that loves to run the football. You lose two NFL guys in Michael Carter and Javante Williams. How do you replace that production on the ground? It means probably more on Sam Howe's plate. Uh, you also lose De'Ami Brown. So, how they're able to cobble together production in game one. That's a conference game. And I know we all love to talk about the playoff, but the reality, and I heard you guys talking, there was a Pete Futek about Nebraska-Illinois a little bit, but the reality is with these conference games in week one or week zero, in the case of last week, that can really, like, they can be steering from the bottom up if they lose this football game if you're UNC. And then playoff is not only out the window, the idea of trying to get to Charlotte becomes a little bit more difficult. With Michael Felder from Stadium, this is BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth with you. Uh, Michael, if people are complaining about the quality of games from last week in week zero or tonight or Friday, you won't find any complaints on Saturday. Let's take a look at some of these. Uh, Top five matchup. Clemson is favored by two and a half against Georgia. How do you look at this one? Yeah, I mean, that's a nothing, right? Two and a half, that's nothing. Yeah. That's that's because they... They, they're traveling. They're traveling. They're, they're, they have to travel less, an hour less, or an hour and a half less than than, than Georgia to get to the football game. It's going to be interesting <laughs> to me. I am very curious. I actually talked to my buddy uh, Miller Yoho, who works for actually Duke's Mayo uh, Classic. He does the bowl game and obviously these kickoff classic games. And he said they expect more of a fifty-fifty split. So I'm curious to see what that looks like in actuality because Clemson, Charlotte is a Clemson town. So I wonder if they are able to pull from any of that little bit of extra juice or if Athens is close enough or Atlanta more likely is close enough for that to swing it back to the 50-50. So there is no home field advantage in this ballgame. I'm very curious to watch DJ Uyunglele. I think he's super talented. Uh, I Obviously, Sam Howell feels like the best quarterback in the ACC or like the guy we know the most about coming in. But by the end of the year, we could be talking about DJ as not just the best quarterback in the ACC, but one of the best quarterbacks in the country. So that's going to be interesting to see. Justin Ross is back. Excited about that. And then on the other side, Georgia, I'm curious to see what their vertical stretch looks like. Is it a healthy Don Blaylock coming back and they're able to push the ball down the field to challenge these Clemson defensive backs? Oh, and by the way, the little minor storyline of Darian Kendrick, who was a standout corner for Clemson, he's now transferred. He's playing for Georgia this week. That's going to be another interesting like kind of little in-game storyline. So, yeah, there's a lot to talk about here, but the reality is both of these teams will still have the chance to play themselves back into uh, the, the, the playoff, uh, win or lose, as long as you don't get blown out in this football game, I think both teams are going to be okay for, as far as the season goes. I have DJ as a Heisman pick, so I love that you are hyping him up. I have to agree with you. Um, what do you expect from Derek King uh, against Alabama? That Ooh. should be a good matchup on Saturday. I think there's something really interesting about when you play Alabama, and the interesting part of it, y'all, is that you have to be willing to let it all hang out. 
as the phrase goes, scared money don't make money, right? And the big key here is Manny Diaz. And listen, we all know this, whether it's Manny Diaz or it's Kirby Smart or it's even Nick Saban up until, what, five, six years ago, defensive coaches, their goal is to play small football. They like to be conservative. They like to minimize risk. But the reality of it is, is when you play against Alabama and you play against the Saban defense, you have to put them in situations where your guys can win. And the only situations your guys can win, you're not, what are you going to do, out-punch them? No, you're not going to out-punch them. So you have to throw haymakers. I was the Rocky, goodness, one of the really bad Rockies, but he was like, we got to throw hurting bombs. And it's one of those <laughs> things where you have to push, you got to push the ball down the field. You can't do run, 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 punt, run, 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 punt, and just hope you play good defense, especially not with how explosive they are offensively. We're going to get to see a taste of that with Bryce Young and this new revamped offense after all those pieces left. You can't play that type of football and expect to win. Like If you go down the list, and there's, it's a short list, but you go down that list of teams that have, have challenged Alabama or beat Alabama the, in the last – Good grief. Now it goes back from 2008 until 2020. That's 13 years. In the last 13 years, we've got Steven Garcia with Alshon Jeffrey. They were able to push the ball down the field, plus Steven Garcia was able to run. We've got Johnny Manziel and Mike Evans. They were able to push the ball down the field. Manziel was able to run. we got Chad Kelly. Chad Kelly could run a little bit, and they were able to hit Laquan Treadwell. What else do we have? We have Deshaun Watson and his ability to push the ball down the field. Like, those things happen. And Deshaun Watson, obviously, his ability to run as well. We've got that. That's what we have. That's the answer here. And if you don't have that answer, we got Joe Burrow, his ability to run a little bit, but also to push the ball down the field to all those weapons that he had. If you don't do that in a football game, you are going to get your teeth kicked in, and it's going to hurt. So you have to take that risk because if you think you're going to beat Alabama by out-Alabaming them, by, out, by, by playing small ball and just trying to be tough enough, you're not going to get good results. So, for, so to circle back to the question, Derek King has to have a day. He's got to find Mike Harley down the field. He's got to find Charleston Rambo down the field. And I think it's going to be interesting to see how they use Will Mallory, their tight end, kind of a hybrid player, if they can create some matchups down the field. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Do you think Miami or North Carolina is a better squad? I've been going back and forth on this one. I've been going back and forth on this one all season, trying to figure out, okay, who's going to come out of the other division? I think I know more about Miami, but I think UNC could be better. And I, I know that's kind of a cop-out answer, but I think that Miami has a team that does feel dangerous, especially when you have Derek King, who is a wizard in that, in that quarterback spot. But UNC does have 
I think their identity is a lot more, a little more solidified, even though we don't know all the players or, or know all the pieces that are going to have to step up now. Like, we know that Bo Corrales yeah. is going to have to make some plays. We know Sam Howell's is going to make some plays. Defensively, we know that the Fox brothers, Tom and, and Tamari, are going to have to make plays for them. So I think we know, but I think we know a little bit more about Miami from an offensive standpoint, who the players are, because UNC had a big exodus in terms of the rushing game and the passing game. So now we've got to see young guys step up. But UNC is in the, 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 the fortuitous position of having an experienced quarterback with young wide receivers, because you cannot have an inexperienced quarterback and young wide receivers, but you can have an experienced quarterback with young wide receivers or experienced wide receivers with a young quarterback, uh, which is what Ohio state has, right? Young quarterback, but experienced guys in Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. So I'm circling back to tonight because I was going to lay the points um, Bowling Green at Tennessee, and I'm thinking Tennessee is going to run it up. But now it's at 36 and a half. I think like an hour ago it was 34 wow. and a half. So, I mean, what are your thoughts on this game? That Tennessee is going to score that many points? Yeah. They're going to win, by, win that by that much? That's, yeah. that, feels, that feels criminally insane to me. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. I was like, uh, I'm pretty like, sure I'm going to stay away from this one now. Yeah, absolutely. Like, Tennessee is a really bad football program that <laughs> just lost their – they lost their best players to Oklahoma, UNC, and Alabama. I just mm-hmm. – I'm – to me, I'm not – and I understand that Bowling Green is a, a school that's kind of been struggling as well, and I get that, but, I mean, mm-hmm. I just – Unless Hypel's some sort of a wild genius that we just didn't even recognize, I cannot see that. That seems wild. Like, the goal for them should be to go in and run a functional offense, not can we win by five touchdowns. <laughs> uh, how, about, how about in the Big Ten, Michael? Uh, Penn State, Wisconsin, week one. The Badgers are five-and-a-half-point home favorites. Uh, on the Penn State side, are we oversimplifying it if we just say, well – if you want to know how the Nittany Lions, how their season goes, just tell me if it's the bad Sean Clifford again or we get a better version. Are we? Is, is that too easy to yeah. say that? No, I don't think – I think you're spot on. Good Sean Clifford. We got a, we got a ball game. We probably we might even have a Penn State win here. Um, but it, the same goes for Graham Mertz, right? He looked amazing in his debut and then up and down, up and down, and then obviously was sidelined for the rest of the year. So I think it's going to be interesting um, the rest of the year last year. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this is kind of all put together uh, for, because for Wisconsin, we kind of expect them to be steady Eddie. They're consistent. We know who they are. For Penn State, they've been up and down, but I want to see Penn State find playmakers, and that's going to be really critical. When they have playmakers, whether it's K.J. Hamler or obviously Saquon, Saquon Barkley, um, Franklin feels like he's in his element. When they are trying to manufacture yards and manufacture chunk plays, through the quarterback more than through the actual playmakers, they become a team that does get bogged down in trying to take risks or trying to create things that aren't there. And I think that's going to be the part who emerges as a playmaker for them because you do have to strike against Wisconsin. You're not going to four yards, four yards, four yards, four yards, four yards against this defense. They're going to stop you. You're going to get off schedule. When you get off schedule, now you've got to find a way to make, make up that distance, whether it's third and seven or it's third and 11, whatever it is. You have, and Wisconsin does a really good job uh, making sure that you can get off schedule and then they suffocate you defensively. Any other games that, you know, you're looking at that, um, you know, best bets, favorite sides, totals? 
Um, I'll tell you, what's the number on App State ECU tonight? App State ECU. Let me uh... – Yeah. Wow, I didn't need to put you on the spot. But my parents at. both went to East Carolina. My parents okay. both went to East Carolina, and so that's a game that's going to be on the radar. I'm one of those Dukes-Mayo – quote-unquote, influencers, and everybody else that's a big national name, they got the Georgia versus Clemson Mayo uh, container, and I got the <laughs> App State ECU one because they knew I, it's I nine knew and a half. face the home. It's Ooh, uh, wow. App State's favored would... by nine and a half. Oh, give me App State all day. I think they're going to win by probably two or three touchdowns. This is going to be a really – like, this is going to be a kind of a little bit of a rude awakening for ECU, but something that they probably need because a once-proud program – you kind of got to get kicked in your behind and spanked around a little bit by one of those in-state teams who they're a lot more similar than teams realize in terms of their fan bases. And so, yeah, I would take App State. I think they're going to be they're going to come in as a team that once again to kind of, they want to prove that they can win the Sun Belt because other teams have been kind of pushed ahead of them like Louisiana Lafayette, and they want to get mm-hmm. off to a good start. And they're playing Charlotte's also an App State city. They, there's a lot of folks that graduated from that school up in Boone who come, who show up. Uh, last one for you, Michael. Got a, a less than a minute left. Uh, Notre Dame. I, a lot of change there in South Bend. It feels like it, it might be a rough season for them. What are your thoughts? They've got Florida State Sunday night. Don't beat Florida State because that's a bad football team. But yeah. I am curious to see what they let Jack Cohn do. I think one of the biggest indicators of how confident a, a coach is in his quarterback is what they let them do. And we've seen this, whether it's Jalen Hurts at Alabama, they didn't let him throw the ball past 20 yards very often when he was there, or we've seen it, obviously, with Brian Kelly and his micromanaging of teams. So I'm very curious to see what it looks like with Jack Cohn. And obviously they got Kyron Williams and a big offensive line run the football. Michael Felder from Stadium. Check him out on Twitter, at In the Bleachers. Great information as always. We appreciate your time, Michael. Hope to uh, check in throughout the season. Coming up next on BetQL Daily Lightning Bets, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth. We are presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.